0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023, and this is episode number 76, and I'm calling this one Finding Your Passion. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what is passion How do you find your passion? If maybe you've lost your passion, should you pursue your passion as your day job, things like that, or that's going to be what we talk about today. So what is passion? The quote unquote dictionary definition is a strong liking or desire for or devotion to some activity, object, or concept. We all kind of know what passion is. But I feel like as we get wrapped up in our day-to-day life, sometimes we feel like we've lost it, and we don't know when we have it anymore. So the first question I have is, how do you find your passion? And maybe when we talk about passion, you could, pro- you might be able to list off three, four, five, six things that you're passionate about right now. And that's amazing. I hope you can list off some things that you're really passionate about at this moment, But I also think there were... Well, we'll dive deeper into it. So how do you find your passion if you've lost it? Or how do you find your passion if you want to find more of it in your life? Maybe how do you find passion you can turn into a side hustle or a full-time day job, whatever it might be. So passion is not perfection. Those two things are not synonyms. So you don't have to be... The best at something to be passionate about it. So if you really love playing piano, you don't have to be the next Mozart to play piano and have passion playing the piano. So I don't want you to give up on things that you might be passionate about because you think you're not good enough. You need to kind of give yourself some grace there and some kindness to know that you don't have to be a world-class athlete. If you're passionate about baseball, you're passionate about baseball, you know, whatever it might be. So don't get too caught up in trying to be perfect because nothing is perfect. And I also, some more mindset stuff before we dive too much deeper into passion here is I want you to be open, excited, and positive about finding your passion if you're in this negative the world sucks everybody sucks doom and gloom mentality you're not really going to notice the things that you're passionate about you're not going to really be able to enjoy the things that you're passionate about when you're stuck in this negative space with this negative mindset so i'd love for you even if you are a very negative person If you want to know more about your passion, find what you're passionate about, flip the script and make it positive here in the beginning, and then you can kind of go down the rabbit hole after you find some passion if you want to. And remember that you might be passionate about things, you may not be perfect at them, You may, through this process, I'm gonna take you through, remember some things that you used to be passionate about and then you get mad or upset about it. I just wanna remind you that life happens for you and not to you. So keep that in mind, so don't get upset. Have some grace here. So the first and I think one of the easiest ways to find some passion is to look at what you love. And you might start saying, well, I love my family. I love my friends. I love all these things. But really take a deep dive more than just your typical list off all your family members as the things that you love. What do you love to do? Do you know what you love to do? Maybe you're going through something right now where you're not sure what you love to do anymore because you've changed a lot or life has changed, whatever it might be. And that's okay if you can't really answer that question with a what do you love to do. I've got a few more questions that you can answer as well. So this kind of ties into what do you love to do? What is something that you could talk about for 30 minutes without any kind of prep work? Like if somebody brought up some kind of topic, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be football. It could be gardening. It could be canning and preserving food. It could be any homesteading skill, but it could also not be homesteading skill. Maybe it's exercise or nutrition or your job. Like I'm an accountant, you know, whatever your job is. So look at what can you talk about for 30 minutes straight. That ties back into what do you love Because those are the things that you are knowledgeable about and things you're probably kind of passionate about if you can talk about it for 30 minutes without any kind of prep work. Another great question. So if you need to pause this podcast at any point while you're listening to this to kind of jot down some ideas and write out the questions, you can totally do that too. So another question that I have to help you find some passion is what did you love as a child? I know for me, I've got a lot of passions right now in my life, but there were different things that I loved as a child that I kind of let fall by the wayside when I became an adult, quote unquote adult. Um, Like I loved to write. As a little kid, I loved to read. I loved to dance. And a couple of years ago, I realized I don't do any of those things anymore. So I'm slowly starting to incorporate some of that back into my life because they are things that I am still passionate about. But I just kind of forgot because life took over and that's okay. And I'm figuring out how to bring that back into what I do. So take a look at what you love as a child. So for these questions, I will do a rapid fire at the end, read them back to you. Um, I love to journal. So I have done some journaling with these prompts before. If you would rather kind of talk them through out loud or talk them through with a loved one or just think it through in your head, whatever it might be, there's no right or wrong here. It's whatever works the best for you. Another thing, another question that you can ask yourself here is what do you spend your free time doing now we may not get a lot of free time and I totally get that because we're all probably super busy with lots and lots of different things and family constraints and job constraints so you've got constraint on your time but if you have free time even if it's 10 minutes if you've got free time what do you do with it Or on the weekends, when maybe you have a little bit more free time, what do you do? Are you outside? Are you inside? Are you cleaning? Are you cooking? Are you baking? You know, like what? Are you socializing, hanging out with groups of people? Like, what is it that you do? Do you go hiking or paddle boarding or do you exercise? Like, your free time, what do you do? So, that is very helpful as well for finding your passion. few more questions here. So what are your patterns? And that may sound a little confusing because you're like, what do you mean a pattern? So what are, what's something that just keeps coming back up into your life? Like you think you're done, you think you're over it, and then it just pops back up. And then you play around with it some more and you put it down again and say, okay, I'm done with that. And then it pops back up. That is a pattern, and that might be something that you are passionate about, and that the universe keeps trying to bring back to your attention and say, Hey, don't forget about this thing over here. I know for me personally, things kind of ebb and flow sometimes, and I'm an avid reader, but there was a period in time where I didn't really read a whole lot of books, and it's come back into my life. Same thing with my knitting, with my embroidery, with dancing, even with running things that I absolutely love were in my life, kind of took a break, then for whatever reason, they came back into my life. And it's, I think those things can be amazing when they come back again, because you can come back to them with a different perspective, and a different understanding and a different appreciation for whatever it might be that keeps coming back into your life another question that relates to this pattern here is who do you like to listen to? I'm hoping if you listen to this podcast, I may be one of those people, but I mean anybody like when you are, it doesn't matter if it's when you're stressed out and angry or when you're happy and trying to learn something, who do you listen to? That's a pattern. And why do you listen to them? Do you listen to them because they talk about stuff like what we're talking about today, which I would consider kind of self-help? Do you listen to them because they talk about gardening or homesteading skills? Why is it that you listen to them? Because that could be something you're passionate about as well. So that's something to think about too. Who do you listen to, whether it's a podcast or something on the TV, or on Netflix, or maybe you've got a favorite radio talk show person that you listen to, doesn't matter, maybe you just like them because they're funny, and then maybe you're passionate about comedy, and about laughing, and having a good time, you see where I'm going, like it's kind of a rabbit hole, when you start to think about what are your patterns, what keeps coming back up in your life, who do you listen to on a regular basis, Even if that's a family or friend, or family member or friend that you call when you need something. Another round of questions that I have here is this is something called the rocking chair test. I did not make this up. I got this from Tony Robbins' website, and I can post a link to that in the show notes. The article that I found that had this on here, this rocking chair test. So, the rocking chair test is you're supposed to imagine that you are 90 years old, sitting in your rocking chair on your front porch, looking out at your property, and then you ask yourself, when I'm gone, how will I be remembered? What passions should I have followed that I did not And another question you can ask yourself on this rocking chair is, what are my biggest regrets? Hopefully you don't really have any big regrets. But if you had something you were super passionate about, maybe it's baking or cooking or teaching, whatever it might be, or cars, and you just ignored it for your whole entire life, you might regret that one day. Not that you have to turn your passion into a business, not by any means, because sometimes that does kind of kill the fun, if that makes any sense, of the passion. Depends on what it is, and it depends on you as a person as well. So just keep that in mind, that rocking chair test. I think everyone should pursue things that they're passionate about, even if it's just something they do for fun. And they never turn it into a profit or do anything else like that with. So the last thing I have here to help find your passion, and then I'll move into turning your passion into a business, things like that. So another thing about finding your passion, if you went through all those questions and you're still not really sure, or maybe you only have one or two things on your list and you think you should have more, I will say you can have as many passions as you want to have. If you are only passionate about one thing, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to compare yourself to anybody else. You don't have to have more passions than your neighbor. You don't have to have bigger passions than your neighbor. Like if you're passionate about landscaping and gardening cool. That's it. You don't have to have anything else if you don't want to. Completely up to you. So in order, if you want to find more passion or a different passion or a new passion, it's really important that you get out of your comfort zone because let's face it, we all fall into routines and I really do like routines. I mean, I've done a at least one or two episodes all about routines, so I love them. I think they're great. I think they're really helpful. They'll help you accomplish your dreams and your goals and all these other amazing things. But sometimes we get so caught up in a routine that we forget to kind of stir the pot or shake up the bottle and do something new and adventurous and fun So you'll never find new passion if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. So sometimes it's important to do something different. So that's where it was on one of Rachel Hollis's podcast episodes. She was interviewing somebody and he said that he tries one weekend a month every two months. So six times a year he will do something he doesn't normally do whatever that is maybe that's camping or whitewater rafting or horseback riding doesn't have to be big and extravagant though if he if you don't really go out for a walk and once every two months you do something different so you go for a walk at some point so it doesn't have to be big doesn't have to cost a lot of money um But you just do something or maybe you've been saying, oh, I'm going to go to this new park that opened up down the street for me, but I don't have time. Make the time once ever, like once every two months, make the time to do something that you normally would not do. And then one time a year, do something to make that year memorable. So when you look back 10 years from now, you could say, oh, 2023. I did that thing. Yet again, doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be extravagant, doesn't have to be anything like that, but make it memorable, however you need to do that for yourself. So I kind of went down a rabbit hole here, but you need to be able to find new passions if that's something that you're interested in. Now, I don't want you to... Go completely hog wild. If you don't want to go hog wild, I don't want you to say to yourself, I'm going to get into woodworking and buy a bunch of extremely expensive pieces of equipment and all the wood and you make one bowl with your woodworking equipment and say, wow, this sucks, I hate this, and then you have to figure out what to do with it and you just sunk a bunch of money in. So you totally can. If you have a lot of disposable income, sink a bunch of money into things to try them out. But there are also ways, if you want to try bigger things to be passionate about, there are ways to borrow equipment. There are ways to get things done cheaper, if that's what you're looking for, to try to figure out if it's something you're passionate about before you invest a bunch of money. Like Personally, I don't think... People should go out and buy a shit ton of gym equipment because they think they're going to love working out. You should probably start going to a gym or do some workouts without equipment at home to make sure you actually like working out before you sink a bunch of money into it. So that's my little caveat there. I'm not recommending that you buy a million different things and hope for the best and hope you find something you're passionate about I think you can find new passions on a budget if you are on a budget. So I want to talk briefly about turning your passion into a side hustle or a full-time business. I will caution you and say it depends on what your passion is. I think anything you're passionate about can be made profitable. That's just me personally. People will buy lots of items, like physical things, but people also buy lots of services. So if you're passionate about music and you want to teach music, there's lots of different ways you can do that. But if you're passionate about music and you hate teaching, you can start a band. You can record and put yourself on YouTube. Like, you see where I'm going with this? When you find something you really love... You most likely are going to want to share it with the world somehow, some way, even if it never makes you any money. But do you see where the potential could be to make money if you want it to make money? If you're passionate about music, you could start a band and start gigging where you start off maybe for free and eventually you can start charging a fee. Maybe you get yourself on YouTube. Maybe you like comedy, stand up comedy. You get yourself on YouTube and try it out. Start your jokes. See what happens. See if it takes off. Um, so the sky is the limit. But I will say I turned. So let me pause here for a second. So I love to knit. I've been knitting since I consistently, since I was 16 years old. But I learned when I was like 12, 11 or 12. Somewhere in there. Love it, love it, love it. Made a bunch of gifts for people. And then I turned it into an Etsy shop. Which there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't really sell a ton on Etsy. But I took my knitted items to the farmer's market. From about middle to the end of September. All the way through Christmas. I just had a local farmer's market and some craft shows. And it made some good money, man. I'm not going to say it was enough. It was not enough for me to quit my day job. And it was not enough for me to, like, retire or do anything crazy like that with. But it made me money. But then I decided after doing that for probably two or three years that I had had (laughs) enough. that I had done enough and I was ready to let this go back to being a passion. But me, I've always got a little bit of like, I call it a hustler mindset. I like to figure out how to make extra money somehow, like any different way I can make a little bit of extra money. So I needed to pursue that to kind of get that out of my system to like make me see and realize, okay, this is not going to be a full-time job let me back off, because I don't really want this to be my part-time job either. So, and I will say, after the Etsy shop, I definitely took probably six months to a year completely off knitting, because I had kind of burnt myself out. Now, not too bad where I hate knitting and haven't done it since, but I definitely needed some kind of a break in there, So just something to think about before you turn your passion into a hobby. Um, Sorry, your passion is a hobby. Before you turn your passion into a side hustle slash business, what is your business model gonna be? How do you get it out to people? I could probably go down a rabbit hole just on starting a business in general. <clears throat> How do you keep track of your expenses? How do you report it on your taxes? Like, there's a whole lot of things. But I will say, just because my little knitted items experience at the farmer's market, a local farmer's market, was not profitable enough for me to quit my day job, that it's not saying that your passion for whatever it is, cooking, baking, singing, doesn't matter. Not saying that your passion for one of those things can't turn into a job if that's what you want it to be. So don't sell yourself short. This comes back to don't compare yourself to other people. Because even if you tell somebody, hey, I'm super passionate about baking, and I want to start selling my baked goods, People that I know, or on Facebook, or at a farmer's market, whatever it might be, I'm gonna start selling my baked goods. People might try to tear you down, and they'll try to tear you down for a couple reasons. One can be they might be jealous because you have the courage to pursue something that you're passionate about, and they do not have that courage. They may also try to tear you down because. They'll say it's because they love you, but really they're scared because you are shaking things up and doing something different than the clear cookie cutter, go to college, get a good job. You know what I'm saying? Starting a business shakes that up and it makes people real scared for you and they feel like they need to give you all the opinions, even though you didn't ask for their opinion. You might ask, maybe you didn't ask and they gave it to you anyway. So... Sorry, I keep coughing a little bit. The pollen, whoo, man, I'm sure lots of people are having issues with like allergies and pollen, but I think I probably spent eight or 10 hours outside this weekend. So I'm still kind of feeling the effects from that. Like my nose is still a little stuffy. My throat's a little scratchy. So sorry, I keep coughing a little bit. Um, so yeah, don't let other people tear you down. I would say if you want to keep some of this stuff to yourself, you can keep your passions to yourself, but I have, I personally have a hard time when I'm passionate about something, keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> I love to tell people about things that I'm passionate about or that I'm learning about or that I'm interested in, and that's one of the reasons this podcast is here. <coughs> and I'm sure you're thinking we haven't talked about anything homesteading related in a while, but that's because... I named this podcast in a way the Happy Hippie Homestead to where I can focus on things like this, the personal growth, the self-development, and still talk about homesteading items like gardening and hydroponics and things like that. So bear with me. We will get back to homesteading. I'm just on this big like self-help, self-personal development kick lately. I've been reading a ton of books, listening to a lot of podcast episodes, and it's really sparked a lot. <clears throat> so it's helped me find more passion for things that I'm then sharing with you. So there are so many different ways to share what you're passionate about if you're ready to share some of the things. One of, the fav- one of my most favorite things that I did last year was Handmade Holidays, where I went ahead and took the things that I was passionate about, And made them into gifts for people. And that's what I'm doing again this year. And I'm very excited for that. So I'm going to wrap up here. I feel like I'm jumping around a little bit. Today was about finding your passion. But I just wanted to hit on do not compare your passion to anybody else. If you want to make it a business, please do. The sky is the limit for what your business could be and could turn into. So follow your heart, follow your dreams, do what makes you happy. Even if you have a day job that you're not super passionate about, make sure you take time during the day, even if it's before work or after work or during lunch, whatever it is, make sure you take time during the day, during the work day, like work week, sorry, and take time on the weekend to do what you're passionate about If your job is not what you're passionate about. But who knows, you might be able to bring some of your passions to your job once you get some kind of a list of what your passions are. So one of the passions that I have is to teach. I love to teach. And I was able to... My job, I'm in the accounting world, which is numbers, sit behind a desk, sit behind a computer screen. But everywhere that I've worked, I've been able to find a way, at least the last couple of places that I've worked, I've been able to find a way to teach. I've made opportunities for myself to teach at work because that helps keep me happy and sane. I also love plants. Love them. So you better believe any office I work at, I am bringing my plants with me because they give me that little bit of passion and peace and I have to water them once or, once or twice a week, you know? So just something to think about. Find if your job in general is not the thing you're the most passionate about. Find something that you can bring into your job that you are passionate about. Maybe it's you look forward to talking to your co-workers during lunch for 10 minutes and you get to talk to them about something that you're passionate about. That's okay, too. There's no right or wrong for that either. So let me read to you the questions right here at the end, kind of rapid fire style. And if you need to pause or if you need to jot them down, feel free to do so. This way, if you didn't get... if you. There wasn't. An, if there was not enough time for you to properly think it through as I was talking, you can kind of catch it here at the end and think about it after the podcast is over. So, what? Look at what you love. What could you talk about for thirty minutes without any kind of prep? What did you love as a child? even if it was something crazy like bugs, you know? I, I don't really love bugs that much. I never loved bugs. Um, what do you spend your free time doing? It can be five minutes here and there during the work week or time on the weekends, whatever it is. What do you spend your free time doing? What are your patterns? Something, is there something in your life that keeps coming up? Maybe you want to, Whatever it might be, I'm not going to put in any blinks here. We're rapid firing. So, what, some, what is something that keeps coming up in your life? Who do you listen to? Whatever that is TV, podcast, radio, family members, friends who do you listen to? Because that in itself can be a pattern and that in itself can unlock possibly some passion. And then the last thing I have is that rocking chair test. When you're 90 years old, sitting on the rocking chair on your front porch, how will you be remembered? What passions should you have followed that you did not? What is your biggest regret? So, I will leave you on that note there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. Um, You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We are slowly getting back on track with the social media posts. I try to post about what it is that we are talking about for the week. And I also try to post some amazing pictures from the hikes that I go on with my dog Um, Or of my dog, (laughs) because she's so cute, and I love her very much, sweet Harley Quinn. So, yep, thank you for tuning in. You can check us out every Wednesday for new content. We talk about a little bit of everything. Lately, it's been a self-help kick that we've been on, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's actually a good thing. We could all use a little bit of personal growth personal growth, self-development, personal development, whatever you want to call it. So I will catch you next week for something completely different. May you be well, may you be happy, and may you have the courage to pursue your dreams.